quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night. This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Chanel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Paul, if you did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Jake, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Uh, the most must-see holiday of all time. Merry uh, Christmas to you. Yeah, the, the A-list holiday. The, the, the peak of the A-list. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like the Damien Mizdow to my to my Miz on this podcast, I would say. Wow. You're my stunt double. Okay. Oh, I don't even know. You're kind of like uh, my edge to my Miz in that we're going to fight on January yeah. 1st, 2022. Uh, okay, I'll be a um, By the way, nicer. I'm coming to Grand Rapids to punch Jomo, you. You're the Jomo to my Miz. That's in better that because it's more... You're going to get fired more... from this podcast. Wow, you turned that around so quick on me. Yeah, um, but you also uh, have a very respectable finish on Survivor. Yeah, yeah, and people will remember me forever, and everyone will love me on the Survivor Reddit. Uh, anyway, I did they get don't downvoted, call this Survivor Thomas. Miz. It's Christmas. It is Christmas. I do want to say, while we're still talking about Jomo and the show Survivor, um, I did get downvoted on Reddit a lot this week. What did you do? Uh, what was your controversial uh, opinion that you put out there? Somebody made a post about Big Wendy. Remember Big Wendy? I do remember Big Wendy. And I was like, Was oh, it yeah, about how I you also... like them? No, it was like, I really liked Big Wendy. I wish we could have seen more from her. And I was like, I agree. That's why I put her in Survivor Wild West. And I linked to it. And it got several downvotes. Yeah, I think maybe a little too much self-promotion there. They're trying to d- promote discussion, and you're uh, putting a fucking plug in. Yeah, well, you know, somebody's got to read it. I want Jeff Probst to Well, apparently it. two people did, and they didn't care for it. <sighs> okay, well, look, I'm going to try again, and this time it's going to be Survivors on the Moon. Uh, that's my next project. So next quarantine, look out, Survivor 42 on the Moon. A season of firsts. <laughs> Uh, Thomas, we're not talking about Survivor this week. It is the Survivor 41 just ended. Survivor 42 hasn't started yet. And it's going to be really hard to get back to saying Survivor instead of Survivor, I'll be honest. Yeah, that, uh, that is going to be rough. I'm going to miss being able to say that. But next week we are starting Survivor Palau. This week we're taking an off break, though, Thomas. Because it is the holiday season, I have to ask you this. Did you celebrate Christmas last night? I celebrate celebrate Christmas every night. But yesterday in particular, yes. Sorry, let's take a quick pause. You celebrate Christmas every night? Yeah. (laughs) This is the uh, 365th time I've seen the Marine 6. (laughs) The the 365th day of uh, the never-ending Christmas tour. Yep. Or whatever he said when he was... I see yeah, and I will never stop watching the Marine. Yeah, this week we watched uh, the Marine Six Close Quarters. What do you think of that as a title? Um, they should have called it the Marine Six Two Sets because it was close quarters because they just had one building that they shot in, and then also there was a courtroom. Oh, there was a yeah. forest one time too. Yeah, but like three, you could just shoot sets. any forest. There's no laws in forests about shooting. I mean, other than apparently, apparently, it was a very ambiently loud forest too, because you couldn't hear a, a fucking van pull up behind you and idle. <laughs> well, it's a it's a EV from our friends Elon Musk. Oh yeah, silent. So it's really quiet. Uh, um, so I think. Pretty good episode title. I was upset that there was not uh, more laundry stuff. I would imagine close quarters. It was a laundry thing, like a marine dealing with life after the war, and he has to like, oh, he's like, where's my quarters? I have to do laundry at the laundromat, you know? Clo- oh, clothes quarters. Clothes quarters. The marine okay. says clothes quarters. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Oh, well, you can't read. Ha <laughs> ha! Funny joke. It's a funny bit. 
okay? But sometimes it's a real issue, and I expect a laundry movie, and then it's a fucking gun-shooting movie. Yeah, it was going to be a romantic comedy about how the, the Miz finds love after getting out of uh, the Marines, and he, he meets someone at a laundromat. But in fact, he met somebody during his war, I guess, and that person was Shawn Michaels. They start the movie by practicing sparring at a gym. Excuse you, Jake. They start this movie by saying, in association with fiction films, which is a note that I took. Oh, that's right. Thomas, <laughs> for the first time in whether we were going on seven years of this podcast, I think, first time ever, Thomas has taken notes. You never even took notes when you hosted the KN cast. That's right. Year. Why would I do that? It's all up here, maybe. I'm pointing at my head. You can't see that. Yeah. But I knew that this was going program. to be... I was going to need to latch on to something, and I was right about this movie, because, like, there's a long stretches of it where things don't really happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... Would you say it's a good movie? Um, it is a relatively competently made movie, but I would I would not say that it is good. All right. We'll we'll rank our Christmas flicks at the end of the episode. Oh yeah, I I think that is actually a Christmas tradition, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, we'll see how this one stacks up against the other ones. <laughs> so we hear about an Irish crime family and a trial that's happening. Excuse you. Uh, it's an it's an alleged crime family, according to the uh, the radio uh, broadcast that Sarah is course. listening to. Also, I love Sarah. that there's like a 20 year old who's listening to the radio while she's jogging. I listen to um, NPR's Up First every morning while making breakfast, um, and I am also a young person who loves to run through the forest. So that actually, was Oregon Public Radio true. covering this uh, this trial. Oh, also, yeah. when uh, The Miz and Shawn Michaels are sparring together, they reference that they did two tours together. How much older do you think Shawn Michaels is than The Miz? Well, I looked up The Miz after watching this movie. I know he's 42 or so. so I'm yeah, gonna I think guess he's, he's 41, and I think he was 41. probably like 37 or 38 while this was being filmed. I would guess... Oh, man. You, the fact that you're asking me makes me think that it, they're much closer in age than I would initially guess um let's see sean michaels was wrestling in the 90s with dx obviously crotch chop again i have to say it out loud because it is an audio medium um i would say he is seven years older than the miz uh try a little more than twice as hard on that one <laughs> He is 15 years older than the Miz. He is 15 years older than the Miz. You know, some people just got a late start. Yeah, there's a point. Yeah, he was a, he enlisted at like age 40, but uh the the uh like later in the movie they they make a point to throw in that like oh, Sean was his commanding officer. Uh and like even then, like they would he would not be in combat with him. You don't know. There's no rules in war, Thomas. Look, I've seen Shawn Michaels run, okay? I saw him run in this movie. <laughs> Why did they make him do that? I I don't know. Um, speaking of running, Sarah is running, and her friend calls and makes plans to have friends over because her parents aren't home or something. You know how kids are. And then she well, runs. They should into... go to Sarah's house because her dad is uh, has a very intensive jury duty. Yeah, but here's what here's where the connection comes in. Uh, uh, the the crime family is run by uh, somebody named Becky Lynch from WWE, and she's an Irish. alleged Irish wrestler. She's an alleged Irish wrestler. <laughs> Uh, some guy in a van and Becky Lynch, uh, are in the woods and they chase her down and Becky just wants to talk to her about her dad's trial. Uh, because also Sarah's dad has been kidnapped. Thomas, Sarah's dad has been here? kidnapped. He, Sarah's dad is, or had, I mean, he's, he's on the jury. I also thought that the, I also thought that the Miz was Sarah's dad because I was half paying attention to the beginning of this. And then I was very confused as to what the leverage was for having her kidnapped. Because if 
if the kid is kidnapped, it's a child, you know, so it's kidnapped, um, then they'll let the kid go if yeah. the jury finds a mistrial. Yeah, he has to he has to twelve angry men it and make sure that there is a hung jury and uh you know, so there's a mistrial. Um A mistrial. A mistrial, yes. And uh but this was confusing to me because I wasn't paying attention for the scene where they showed the phone to the dad and it was this the whole movie is so fucking dimly lit that I was like, Yeah, that looks like the shape of Ms.'s head. Damn, it's fucked up that they kidnapped Ms.'s daughter. And I was like, is Ms. the prosecutor? Like, what What the fuck is happening with this? Yeah, I found this movie kind of hard to follow at times. Um, I Oh, where did you watch this movie, by the way? I watched it in my bedroom. Sorry, I meant the website. Uh, I watched it on Plex TV. Oh, okay. Um, I watched it on our friends over at Crackle.com. Did you know that Crackle will give you a reason that every movie they host crackles? Okay, why does this movie crackle? Is it because there's Chris Uh, Bryce in it? Who? (laughs) Yes, my... I'm talking about the actor, Chris Bryce. No, I'm talking about, like, the Crackle candy bar. Like, there's Chris Bryce oh. in it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, here's why the Marine Six close quarters crackles. Did you think like I said, the... like, Chris Bryce? This motherfucker thought that there was an actor named Chris Bryce. I just didn't hear what you said. This motherfucker was like, I can't wait to see the next movie with Chris Bryce in it. Yeah, that's going to be next year. Chris Bryce miss. He does, he's going to be the Marine in the Marine 7. <laughs> Here's why the Marine 6 close quarters crackles. Mike the Miz reprises his role as a maritime badass in this pro-wrestler-packed pro franchise. Yeah, that certainly is a description of this movie. It really is. Okay, so the, speaking of the Miz, he and Shawn Michaels go on a, what I assume is a house call for a fellow veteran. Is that did, did you yeah, follow that? Yeah, they yeah they uh, they had met each other at the VA. Shawn Michaels and this guy. Mm hmm. Sure. Uh, did you notice that they were listening to some very cool guitar licks as they drove in the pickup truck to see him? Yeah, they were just like two like, fucking cool, regular guys just listening to some fucking dude rock. Yeah, dudes rock. Yeah, that's right. They meet some guy outside named Graham before going inside to visit this fellow vet. And here's the important thing about Graham. He has a gun. Might be easy to remember because they both start with G. Graham's Isn't he like an? Remember. Does he own the abandoned building? I don't. Uh, I do not know. There? I do not know what Graham does. Who yeah, he is? Where he came? He's from. there to insult homeless people to them. I don't know. And yeah, get stabbed. Um, yeah, I mean, this movie is very hard to follow uh, slash pay attention to. So occasionally, people will just pop up and. Those people yeah, I called Graham. I don't know that it's hard to follow. I just think that it's boring, and so your brain doesn't want to follow it. I think the information is probably there. I would say I that's hard. I would say that makes it hard. I tuned out most of the dialogue. So Graham has a gun, and he calls this abandoned building a hobo hotel, which didn't feel great to hear. Um... He also laughs at one point at the insinuation that homeless people are human beings. Did you see that shit that What's-His-Name posted on Twitter this week? That was like, can you believe that homeless people sleep on the on the train? Oh, yeah, that's like every person that, like, doesn't live in a city. Yeah. Or, like, it, it, it's always just shit in New York where it's like, do you... Did you know there's homeless people here? It's crazy. It's fucking degenerate yeah. in these cities. And it's like, yeah. It's like, it's a fucking problem, but like, I, I don't know. The, the, I don't want to get into a discussion of this. It makes me too mad. <laughs> too late. I've trapped That him. was this I'm guy. This guy was saying that there, there's a, uh, it's 
not I wouldn't say it's a famous tweet because it was from a while ago, but um, Michael Barbaro, who's like a New York Times guy, he does a podcast for them, and he's a columnist, had a tweet where he tweeted at the uh, the like New York Transit Authority or whatever uh, was just like it is dangerous and unsafe uh, in uh, like the subway system is currently dangerous and unsafe. And it was just a picture of like a homeless guy sleeping <laughs> in like the same area that he was in. It's like, damn dude, yeah, Michael, that... Michael Barbara is fearing for his life. The sleeping that homeless guy... man that he took a picture of without his consent. <laughs> what if he accidentally takes a shit while he's sleeping and then the car is stinky and nobody yeah, can use it. And it wasn't, it wasn't even in the subway car. It was just on like the, like it was just in the oh subway terminal. Yeah. It's like, fuck off. God forbid you have to share space with a fellow human being. Yeah, you you that that's the thing is there is a certain type of person that thinks it's a crime if they ever have to see an unhoused person. Yeah, well, we know the Miz is a good guy because he calls out Graham, the man with the gun, for not caring about the homeless. Yeah, that's when I like started good, rooting for the Miz. They took like a good ten minutes of this movie just setting up that guy to get killed. Just like you hate I this guy, right? He has a gun. He uh, doesn't know how to use. I wonder what's going to happen. He does point his gun at a raccoon at one point. Uh, that's funny. A lot of guns. A lot of guns in this movie. Which, I mean, is fair because it is an action movie, but, you know. I don't like... There I don't could like have been more if, if Becky Lynch had let her henchmen use guns. Ooh, God, let's get into that. Uh, but, oh, but before they meet Becky Lynch and their henchmen, uh, they find Tommy, who is the vet, and he immediately points a gun at them. Did you feel a kinship with this man, Tommy? As you have the same name. Uh, I have never been called Tommy, so no. He is an enemy to me. Okay. Well, Tommy's son served with the Miz in Afghanistan. So do you feel like an asshole now? You're the uh, bad guy here. Because you're against the troops. You're not supporting the true. troops I in do, Afghanistan. Yeah. Thomas. I, do hate, I do hate the troops. You hate our consumption of oil. I'm like, I'm like Sergeant Slaughter. I'm rooting for uh, the, the Iraqis now. I'm gonna wave the Iraqi flag. That's cool. That's a cool thing to do. Uh, oh, then they hear a noise and investigate. Those are the kinds of notes I take over here. What do your notes say, Thomas? Uh, the next thing, uh, the the previous note I have is this is a pro unhoused movie. Uh, then I have, uh, yeah. well, this is from a little bit later. Why is Shawn Michaels doing comic relief while Miz is trying to stop Sarah from panicking? Why is Miz the hero in these movies when he is one of the top bad guys in WWE? Well, because if WWE makes you a movie star, they're not going to make you a movie star as like a bad guy because they want people to like you. Oh, really? Then why is Roman Reigns and Hobson Shaw? Well, that's okay. If you're in a non WWE produced movie, you just do whatever you want. But if you are in a WWE produced movie, you gotta be the face. You gotta be the face. Well, Becky Lynch wasn't the face though. She and yeah, but she's not the Marine. Yeah, you're right. She's an alleged alleged Irish. Yeah, she's an alleged person. Irish. She is a member of an alleged Irish crime family. They are allegedly Irish. Did you think it was cool when the Miz broke down that door and found Sarah and Becky Lynch and her alleged family? Well, it is her family. They are only alleged to be Irish. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's a fake accent. The allegations are not about whether they are uh, a family. It is about uh, whether they are Irish or not. Right, right. They're clearly a family, but maybe they're all putting on Irish accents. Uh, they point their guns at them and take the wallets of our friends, the Miz and Shawn Michaels. Pretty fucked up. These guys? Yeah. Bad guys. They, they, uh, the Miz had a bunch of, like, Subway gift cards in there. <laughs> they're just gonna fucking take those from him? It's That's so stealing. rude, honestly. You're going to go to jail just like your uh, brother, whoever's on trial, Becky Lynch, because you're a thief. Oh, was it her brother? I I just assumed. They're an an allegedly Irish uh, family, but they are a family. Indeed. Uh, Then Becky Lynch stabs Graham in the chest. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. It would not be the last time somebody gets stabbed in the chest either. I... That, that 
moment probably garnered the greatest reaction from me, or like the biggest reaction from me. I was oh, like, oh, I wasn't my, expecting that. Mine was much later in this movie. I will tell you what it was okay. when we get to I can't it. Wait. I can't wait to hear. Uh, Becky Lynch reveals she needs Sarah alive. Then we cut to the courtroom, and I thought it was another commercial, so I had the volume very low and missed what the judge said in this scene. Do you know what the judge was saying here? Or... He didn't really say anything. They were just showing that her Judges dad never do. They were just showing that her dad was super nervous. He was, like, zoning out, and then the gavel bangs to, I think, indicate that they're uh, adjourning for the day, and then he goes into the bathroom and pukes. And he pukes, and that's really funny. Puking is always funny. Uh, I like when they do it on the challenge. Yeah, he comes out, he comes out he's like, must have been something I ate. <laughs> do <laughs> Don't not go, go in there. In there. <laughs> uh, it smells like a subway car in New York City, if <laughs> you know what I like, mean. <laughs> K-E. It smells like puke. I puked in there. <laughs> Sarah reveals they want to call for a Miz trial, and that's why they are holding Sarah hostage. Sarah doesn't reveal that. I bet Becky Lynch reveals that. Sometimes my notes aren't great. Here's the thing. You know, I always talk about I love to watch Survivor twice to make sure I get all the notes down. Uh, this one didn't. Barely paid attention the one time I did watch it. So, excuse me if my notes are incorrect. Luckily, Thomas also took notes. Yeah, I was paying close enough attention, so it's going to be like... Uh the reason for the season, Jesus, you know, if there's one set of footprints in the notes, it's the part that I was carrying, you If there's one set of footprints in the sand, it's because the Miz was, uh, had a broken foot and was in a wheelchair. So ah. John Morrison had to carry the team for a few months and then he got fired, which is, uh, very sad, but, but, but more time to come back to Survivor. Exactly. So is it bad? Um, the Miz and Shawn Michaels begin their escape from their closed quarters. Uh, Shawn Michaels shoots a guy in the head. <laughs> That's my next note. And then uh, here, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I like that this movie does the thing that like a lot of annoying movies do where they have two characters that were like in the military or the police or something together. And so to show you that like, these guys have history. They just do the thing where it's like, this is like when I saved your ass back in Afghanistan from that guy yeah. in Ramadi. And then the Miz is like, I had that guy. Sure yeah, you it's, did. It's cool. It's, uh, it's the cool, classic cool uh, Star Wars Episode 2 thing where it's like, oh, when I saved you, when you fell in that nest of gundocks. Like that Thomas, kind of shit. <laughs> if we were in a movie, like the Marine Six Close Quarters, and we were the Miz and Shawn Michaels... What would you be your expository dialogue to me as I lay dying to reveal that we have history? Uh, I would have wrote, not penis boat on my hand. <laughs> this is truly your penis boat. Yeah. Uh, that would be really good. There's no penis, no really penis boat coming this time, Jake. Oh, God, that'd be... I would laugh so hard if you said that as I died. <laughs> As I die in your arms, you say you whisper in my ear, not penis boat. <laughs> I just giggle myself to death. Putting you at ease. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, I would I would say, Thomas, you're taking like millimeter steps. That was actually the second thing I was thinking of. <laughs> I think about that every time I'm turning that corner in that neighborhood where we grew up. One time, Thomas carried a very big chunk of ice <laughs> behind me like he was going to throw it at me and acted coy like he wasn't going to. And I turned around and I was like, Thomas, what are you doing? You're taking like millimeter steps. And I said, this is why. And then I threw a big chunk of ice at you. Uh, you know, funny, cool dude stuff like that dudes do. Classic dude um, stuff. You know, it's another classic dude thing, even though a g -g -g girl does it in this movie. Uh, referencing, Leroy, referencing Leroy Jenkins. Pretty I epic. was just going to bring that up. I was going to say, about that time was the time that Leroy Jenkins was a big name. Um, the Leroy Jenkins reference came like 10 or 15 years after Leroy Jenkins was a thing. Yeah, this was like the, I mean, look, I think the Leroy Jenkins video is funny. It was like the hottest joke of 2006. <laughs> and when did this movie come out? 
2014? this movie came out in 2018. Oh, yeah. Uh, it me, would be like if a few years earlier they had made a was up reference. Yeah. At this point, was up is come back around and it's funny again. This movie uh, would this be way movie... better if they were both quote, like quoting the mask to each other a lot. This movie was released November 13th, 2018. Thomas, how old would you have been November 13th, 2018? I would have been 27 <laughs> years old. I believe I would have also been 27 years old. Look, math's hard. Can't do it off immediately. Um, here's another... Ooh, Tom's Trivia, Tom's Trivia, Tom's Trivia. This is a segment we do called Tom's Trivia every once in a while. Who directed this movie? How would it, It's not going to be anyone I've heard of. Correct. It's James Nunn. I don't know who that is. What, are, what other screenplay? movies has he directed? I don't know. He doesn't even have a hyperlink on Wikipedia. I think he directed another one of the Marine movies and maybe something else. The not, His last name refers to how many credits he has. <clears throat> That's really rude. <laughs> He's just trying to make a buck. This guy's just trying to fucking direct movies. Fucking shit, Thomas. He is currently in post-production on a movie coming out next year, 2022, called Jet Ski. Oh, damn. I, well, watch this space. I can't wait to see yeah. what that He's also directed like. a short called Jump, also a movie called Tower Block, a movie called Green Street 3, Never Back Down, a short called Les Touristes, I don't speak French, uh, several episodes of Poker Stars, Natural Born Poker Player, uh, something called Eliminators, uh, The Marine 5 Battleground, The Marine 6 Close Quarters, and this year, One Shot. Next year, Jet Ski. So, actually, he has 10 credits as a director. So, what are you going to say now about James Nunn? Uh, I guess I'm not going to say I apologize, James Nunn. More like James Sum, because he has some credits. Um, here's my, here's, here's the actual, here's another question I should say. Who wrote the screenplay? I think I also will not know who this is. Hmm. Let me see. Let me see. Craig. Like the Ms. Mizanin wrote it. No, it's actually Craig Wallenziak. No. Okay. Does he ha- does he have a page? Um, he has a page on IMDb, your favorite website. He has written in 2015, contracted phase two. In 2016, Desolation. And in 2018, The Marine Six Close Quarters. He has produced five things, he has been thanked twice, and he has played himself in three things. Damn, I wish I was thanked twice. (laughs) Gotta be a fan or listener of this podcast to be thanked. Correct. And finally, Thomas. Who do you think edited this movie? You. You did it. How did you know? How did you know I did this? I can't believe you criticized this movie that you edited. Like, oh, the pacing is terrible. It's not my best work. It's not my best work. My best work is clearly the Survivor Wild West intro that I put together. No, that gets downvoted. Um, It was actually somebody who edited this program that we watched this week. Uh, Somebody named Chuck Norris. What? <laughs> Apparently, Chuck Norris is, directed Is it a different this. guy? I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's literally Chuck Norris, the guy we know from the jokes from. Oh, when Leroy Jenkins was popular. Why, why do you think they win on a fight? If they got him to edit it, why wouldn't they just like put him in the movie? He could have been the Vietnam vet. Maybe he was busy. You ever think about that? Maybe I, Chuck I, Norris I, is I busy. What is Chuck Norris so busy with? What is he? What is he doing? Directing so other things. Um, okay, so this is actually a different guy. Um, he's just an editor named named Charles Norris. For some reason, he went by Chuck Norris 
on this movie. He goes by Chuck Norris on a lot of movies, probably for this exact bit. He thought it would be funny, and you know what? Charles, you're right. That was very pretty funny. funny. Pretty epic. Pretty fucking epic. Who would who would you think would win in a fight? Uh, one Chuck Norris action star or one Charles Norris film editor? Uh, this is a Reddit moment. <laughs> Classic Reddit moment. This is an epic win, sir. <clears throat> Another epic win is when the Miz, Sarah, and Shawn Michaels go through the air ducts in this building. Classic move. So smart. This took like four hours. I know, and the movie's only 85 minutes long. Uh, one of the notes that I took for this was, uh, one, the craft beer bubble finally popping hit Portland pretty hard because they're in a giant abandoned brewery. Oh, is this important? Uh, yes, this is uh, in the, the radio broadcast that she's listening to in the beginning. Do uh, we have a song th- for Portland? Um, I mean, we, there's any number of Portland bands we could do for it. Probably the theme song for the Colby Smulders project, Stumptown. No. <laughs> anyway, you were saying something? Uh, About yeah, craft beer like, in Portland? Yeah, they're, they're in a giant abandoned brewery, and I was like, it's 2018. Why would it be abandoned? Everyone fucking... It would either... If it was an old brewery, it would be like an axe-throwing bar now. And uh, yeah. if it was a recently made brewery, it would not be out of business. Have you done the axe-throwing? Uh, no, I've managed to avoid it thus far. Same. Did you ever do uh, an escape room? Uh, I have done one escape room. I've also done one escape room. Have you done the football darts bowling thing that my brother-in-law is all about? Oh, it's uh, fouling, I believe, is what that is called. Fouling, no, yeah. I have not, no I have harm, not gone, no fouling. I have not gone fouling. I'm only familiar with fouling because there was an episode of Detroiters where there was a charity thing where you get to go fouling with Jim Harbaugh. That's great. Um, it's, it's a pretty good joke. The joke is that Jim Harbaugh is bad at fouling and is having a meltdown about it. It's him just being like, the principles are completely different from how you throw it in football. It's not the same at all. <laughs> I need to watch that show. It's good. Um, it's, I'm sure it's on Paramount Plus. They've got all the CC, and that's Comedy Central content. Triple C. Shawn Michaels is there. But first, The Miz and Sarah fall down the air duct. Very funny shit. I liked when Shawn Michaels got hit in the neck by uh, sandbags like 10 times. That's funny. He also fell down the air duct himself uh, and fell on a pipe or something and injured himself. Yeah, there was like a piece of rebar. Um, I said, uh, I had a couple notes. I said alternate ending where the silo is full of grain and they all suffocate. Uh, alternate Alternate ending where Shawn Michaels dies instantly after pulling the piece of rebar out of his shoulder. And then I also said, this movie feels like skipping right to the finale of a, U- a season of a USA show. Mm-hmm. Characters welcome. It really what was Shawn like Michaels' like, character Where are these people? It's like, I'm supposed to know who they are. I'm supposed to know what's happening. Like, Where's Meghan Markle? Yeah. Princess Markle, excuse me. We don't even get Bruce Campbell in this. It's fucking stupid. Oh, my God. Remember Burn Notice? What a great show. How could I forget? Uh, so they get into another fight, and guess what? The bad guys win. Excuse me, the alleged bad guys win. You know, we really didn't know enough about... Guys. We just don't know whether they're Irish or not. We we don't know their motivations. We actually don't know if they're, if they're bad or not. Look, as far as I know, The Miz and Shawn Michaels came in here with their high kicks and their guns, and they tried to steal a child. Yeah, Maybe they were Becky kidnapping Lynch's... this child, this allegedly Irish child from this family. Maybe Becky Lynch was good all along. Um, so then Tommy returns, your sworn enemy, and guess what? He has his gun loaded this time. Pretty uh, crazy I, stuff. A couple more notes from me. Uh, okay. I, there, there's a fight before this, and... Uh, I think the thing I realized is, so this is like a, a diehard style or like the raid style movie where like you're, the characters are stuck in a single location for most of the movie. Yeah. And, and also it's Christmas. If you're, if you're going to do the, yes. And, and also, also it's Christmas. Christmas. But if you're going to do that, you have to have the, uh, 
the location be distinctive in some way. And this is the most fucking generic looking, like poorly lit, just abandoned building. Like the only thing that's interesting about it is the point where they go down the chute into the like mixer or whatever for all the grain. How, like, oh, long, how long did it take for you to realize they weren't going to leave this building for the most part for the whole movie? Um, I thought that I, was going to be like act one. And then we got, I got like 50 <laughs> minutes and I was like, oh, no, I, I this is the whole thing. It was probably right around this point in the movie because I think that's when this note is from. But, uh, and yeah, uh, yeah so uh, I also just said I think it's like the fights are like it's kind of impressive that they were doing their own stunts, but the fights are just boring. Like they're just not interesting to watch. Why not just do a wrestling match? They're all wrestlers except for the girl. Yeah, there should be more, more wrestling. Uh, Why I think they just have problem. a ring. Sean in every didn't time. super kick anybody in this movie. I would, I would watch it. Um, that would be cool. Uh, Tommy helps them to a safe room, uh, and then the Miz cauterizes Shawn Michaels' wound. Crazy shit. Crazy. Shit. Uh, there's a there's a point where he's talking about like uh, Sarah's like Tommy, where did you get this stuff? And he's like found it around in the garbage and stuff. And at one point, she pulls out a, an army saber. Whom among us has not found that in the trash? <laughs> Uh, Becky Lynch is mad at her team for letting them get away. Shawn Michaels puts on a funny shirt. I didn't catch what the shirt said, though. Something it's about a, a grandma. I am the grandma of an honor student. It's like proud grandma of an honor student. That's great. I would be embarrassed by that. They made him wear that shirt for the rest of the movie. Because it's funny. It's a funny joke to see a man in a shirt like that. Well, considering the way this movie ends... <laughs> <laughs> like, this, yeah, at that point it's like wow he's still wearing the shirt huh it's a funny joke uh, the gang sees them and they start excuse me the allegedly Irish gang sees them and starts shooting um, and then they get into a they find an abandoned car and get in it Jake did you love the Prius joke that they, they made while they were trying to get the car moving I did not understand it. She doesn't know if the car is in neutral because she drives a Prius, as she says. That's not how Priuses work. Yeah. It's not how any car works. You can put a Prius into neutral. Do you... Okay, so I was... If if they were talking about, like, a clutch or something, it would be one thing, but, like... Right. Yeah. Maybe... Maybe it was a... What is it? A manual shifter? And they... They just didn't reveal that in the movie? Chuck Norris, uh, yeah, we I need know. to talk. It was not a well-executed joke, especially because it was a Prius joke in 2018. Yeah. Peak Prius jokes. <laughs> Imagine this. Imagine Leroy Jenkins driving a Prius. Damn, and, dude. And, and he rolls up next to you at the stoplight, and he rolls down the window, and he says, What's up? Yeah, he's like, And he trolled. opens a Budweiser and says, Don't you drink and drive. You face. End of the world. He goes, oh, I'm man. retired. That's so fucking funny. That would be so fucking funny if that happened. Like, if you really think about it, that would be so fucking funny. Yeah, there's a point where the Miz is like, who is this, the damn Numa Numa guy? <clears throat> so, were you happy when Tommy got shot and died? Because he's uh, your sworn enemy? Uh, I just said, I'll never forget this guy who was in three scenes. And two of them, he pointed guns at the main characters. <laughs> cool guy, good guy. He really helped them out of a pickle. Uh, then we go. We cut back to the courtroom. Don't know why I forgot the word courtroom, but here we are. Happy Christmas. The jurors try to convince the dad to vote guilty. This is this really was twelve angry men in the courtroom, like the movie is called. <laughs> Uh, I I've never actually said, said a hung juror said a cab because there's a point where one of the jurors is like they murdered cops and he was like so yeah. oh, well. <laughs> uh, before Good. That, I also said uh, were Seamus and Finn Balor too busy to be in this oh yeah because they're they, both Irish they too. have multiple Irish wrestlers I don't know and fucking put Drew McIntyre in there I'm not going to know the difference yeah. Why? He's allegedly Irish. I mean, he's Scottish, but you could accuse him of being Whatever. Irish. Put him in a kilt. I won't know the difference. 
That seems really xenophobic of me to say. Um, but here's the thing. The British people? Villains throughout history, so I can say that. That's true. Um, why don't they just cast all wrestlers in these movies? Why do they cast real actors? Uh, every you, every part you should need be to a, have a wrestler. The, the real actors in these movies are like a load-bearing beam. Or, like, you need to have a foundation for the non-actors to be able to, like, have a little wiggle room. Whereas, like, if nobody has very much acting experience, it's going to be a lot worse. Well, sure. Um, but here's And I, I thought that Miz and Shawn Michaels and Becky Lynch were all fine in this, but, like, yeah. Yeah, uh, you, imagine you just gotta three some, times as many actual, wrestlers. Gotta have some actual professionals. It'd be like if you had... Jake, this is what I would compare it to. It would be like if you did a celebrity wrestling match where it was two celebrities wrestling each other. Can't do that. Yeah, that'd be good. I would watch if, it. Like, if it was Who like Stephen Amell wrestling uh, Bad Bunny, it would be like it would just be kind of a bad wrestling. That match. would sell out. Vince, are you listening? Bad Bunny versus Stephen Amell. Great. Two of the best celebrity matches of recent WrestleMania history. Let's do it. It would be good. Yeah, it they, would, they be would good. definitely be able to carry a match, just the two of them. Just the two of us, right? They could sing that to each other as they yes, wow they the audience that. at WrestleMania 38, 37, <laughs> I don't know. A sellout, Do you think... people chanting for Stephen Amell. <laughs> arrow, arrow, arrow. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm very excited for Royal Rumble. It's coming up next month, and... I think The Rock's going to be there. That's my oh, hot good. Take. I know, I know. It's like, where do you get these ideas? But it would make a lot of sense. It would be really cool. And yeah, it would be cool also if The Miz was now. in there. And what if Shawn Michaels showed up? What if Shawn Michaels and then The Miz and then Becky Lynch all entered the Royal Rumble one after the other and they were like, it's a the Marine Six Close Quarters reunion. We're releasing this movie on DVD again. Special edition. So, they find themselves in some tunnels. Family tunnels doesn't think that's a good idea, but whatever. Becky Lynch is called the man. Why isn't she in the Men's Royal Rumble? You know? I mean, she could be. They've done they've done intergender portions of it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if Becky Lynch takes down Roman Reigns? They're both bad guys at this point, but that's okay. I'd watch it. The Miz, Shawn Michaels, and Sarah go through some tunnels that may collapse. Good shit. And then somebody shows up and leads them out. I, <laughs> so obviously. I, I had a note for this, and I said, Please. come on, are they seriously doing the Die Hard thing? <laughs> I haven't seen Die Hard in a very long time. Um, was this just Die Hard? Basically. Um, I mean, it was much worse. Uh, it had much less interesting leads. It had a much less... In I mean, look, I thought Becky was fine, but a much less interesting villain. Certainly a less interesting plot. And a much less mm -hmm. interesting annoying guy who gets killed. I think this movie would have been improved were Alan Rickman in it. That is Yeah, fact. it definitely would have been much better if out of the tunnel came Alan Rickman and he was like, Oh, God, you're one of them! Triple threat match for WrestleMania. Bad Bunny. Stephen Amell and Alan Rickman <laughs> back from the dad, baby. Rickman. And I guess if we have to have a real wrestler in there, we could have the Undertaker because he brought he brought him back to life because uh, he can do that in canon or whatever. And then it could be a tag match, celebrities versus other guys. It would be like the tag match where uh, Vince McMahon and uh, Shane McMahon uh, tagged against Shawn Michaels and God. I don't know. I am not aware of this. Is this a thing that happened? Yeah, the joke was that, like, because Sean had come, but, like, when Sean came back from his break, he uh, was newly sober and uh, was, like, a born again Christian. And so part of the feud was, like, Vince making fun of him for his faith or whatever. And so he's like, oh, you love God so much now. Well, how about you and God tag against me and Shane? So basically, it's a handicap match. But in this case, it would be Alan Rickman, who is dead. So it would also be a handicap match. <laughs> well, no, but here's the thing, Thomas. He's coming back to life thanks to The Undertaker. Oh, yeah. Great. Uh, okay, I'm... 
I am looking that up on Peacock as soon as we're done with this, because that sounds great. Um, I love that shit. Uh, so they continue to track and get attacked again as they find an exit. And guess what? Our favorite guy, the Miz, gets shot. Worst Christmas present of all time. Yeah, this was... Uh, I was not expecting Miz to die in this. He got shot a million times, and I was like, is he seriously going to survive it? And then he got stabbed in the chest, and I was like, damn, they're really killing him, huh? <laughs> I still kept expecting him to come back somehow. I know. <laughs> well, The Undertaker. Oh, Thomas, speaking of The Undertaker in movies that WWE Studios has produced, did you watch uh, The New Day Infiltrates The Undertaker's Castle or whatever on Netflix? No, I did not watch that. It's really fun. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. It's about 15 minutes long. If you got a free few minutes, I would say uh, try it out. It's, it's a lot of fun. Sure. Um, uh, I will say a few more notes to, to catch up on, on please. some stuff. Uh, okay, uh, so when they were in the fight in the tunnel, uh, I said, uh, glad we got an even more dimly lit fight that goes on forever. Uh, it's a theme of this movie. And when Miz died, I said, R.I.P. Miz, this movie is now the Marine 5. Why do you say that? Because there's one less Marine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, so in a harrowing effort, he throws his flashlight to distract the bad guys and then jumps into their area and kills a bunch of them, but gets shot on himself. You know, way to go out like a hero, the Miz. R.I.P. Jake Carter. We will never forget you. I forgot his name was Jake. Um, I only ever saw him as the Miz. Uh, did, so, you, did you know that uh, I can't remember what his first name is, but uh, Shawn Michaels' character's last name is Trapper in this? Um, yes. Luke? I believe it is Luke Trapper is what his name is. Yeah, bad name. Shawn Michaels' better name. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, I want to say uh, I want to say Shawn Michaels has a name that isn't actually Shawn Michaels. That's it's uh, Michael Hickenbottom is what his name is. Michael Hickenbottom. Great name. He's 6'1". He seems... Uh, to be honest, Shawn Michaels gives a much shorter guy energy than 6'1". I'm just saying Vince would, ne Vince would never have made him the guy if he was short. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. Not like Bo Dallas. I don't know if Bo no, Dallas is short. of the Marine 5. Yep. So that's probably going to be Christmas next year, uh, getting a head start. Uh, so Miz goes out with a bang from his gun. Shawn Michaels kills a couple guys outside the building, and then they hang the trial. Uh, and as they board the boat, Shawn Michaels shoots one of them in the head and uh, jumps onto the back of the boat and then kills a guy. And then we finally get it. Shawn Michaels versus Becky Lynch. We've been asking for it forever. So, so real, real quick, um, they're, they're going to kill Sarah because, like, now that they've got what they wanted, like, her and her dad are at loose ends. And, like, I get that, although I, there was just, like, a giant killing spree that happened in this building that is going to get investigated. But whatever. Made no witnesses. Um, then they just – she just leaves to escape with Sarah. She's like, she's like uh, Luke Trapper's not going to stop me from killing her. Luke Trapper is also a loose end. He yeah. is also a witness to this. Why would you run away from him? <laughs> you have to kill him. Well, uh, she has her chance because they fight on the boat. Uh, this is after they make Shawn Michaels run after the boat. <laughs> he he no looks very old running after the boat. I felt bad that they made him do this. In no shape. Uh, did you think it was cool when Shawn Michaels did the rope trick on Becky Lynch and tied her up and threw her overboard while tied to an anchor? I think it would have been much cooler if they didn't drag out that, like, oh, is she going to be able to swim up with the anchor? Like, just have it drag her way underwater immediately. But also they needed to pad out this movie because it would have been, like, an hour otherwise. Yeah, just give us, like, a subplot at all. Just one. They could have done more stuff in the courtroom. See what's going on with her dad. Well, they only had the courtroom for three hours. So they didn't have a lot of time to shoot anything. 
Uh, Shawn Michaels then tells the cops what happened. So, Shawn Michaels, cancelled. We get our is this true moment of the movie. It, well, say that again? We get, we get our is this true part of the movie, which is where at the end of it, when they're like arresting people or whatever, the, the cops come up and, you know, they tell the cops what happened and the cops go, is this true to the people that oh. they're arresting? <laughs> My favorite yes. dumb movie thing. Uh, then Sarah's dad shows up. So that was nice too. I feel like there wasn't enough um, scenes where we should care about either of these two characters. Yeah, are they going to put them in like witness protection now? Because I think you know, like Becky Lynch is dead, but there's I'm sure there's still plenty of members of the the allegedly Irish family. There's allegedly a whole country of Irish people. Yeah, they're coming after her and her dad. They took out allegedly. our man Becky Lynch. Pretty fucked up that Shawn Michaels canonically uh, murdered the most popular wrestler of all time. Yeah, while wearing a, uh, a proud grandma of an honors student uh, shirt that he was also yeah. wearing while he was all sad at the end, which was very funny. It's so funny. Um, it's like, I can't believe she, they killed Jake. I'm still never taking this shirt off. Someone could have gotten him like a blanket or something. Like a shock blanket? Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, the... The EMTs push the Miz past, or excuse me, the Miz's corpse past Shawn Michaels, and he that stops them. I was like, damn, they really killed Miz, huh? <laughs> yeah. He they unzips. Really fucking, he fucking died. He unzips the body bag and I think kisses his forehead and says, Semper <laughs> Fi. Cool guy stuff. Dudes rock, as we've been saying this whole time. <laughs> And then to pad out the movie to be uh, feature length, there is just a montage of the Miz, Miz from previous The Marine movies. Yeah, this was the thing that I had the biggest reaction to. I no. was I was guffawing at this. I, I laughed very, very hard. There's it just was, a point um, where it's just like Bo Dallas pointing a gun. It's like, remember this? You loved this, right? And it's just the Miz like, hiding from him. Like, ah, great Jake Carter memories. John Cena's... Marine. It's not Jake Carter. It's John Triton. Yeah, John Triton. What is Randy Orton's? Uh, or no, the second one is fucking. I think Randy Orton was originally going to be in three, and then the Marines got mad because he went AWOL from the real Marines. Uh, two, mm. I think, is Ted DiBiase Jr. What is Ted DiBiase Jr.'s character's name? Um, here's the thing. Wikipedia doesn't. Oh, here we go. Featuring Ted DiBiase Jr. in the main role. Uh. His name was... Oh, the film was inspired by the Dos Palmas kidnappings. Okay. Joe Linwood. That's a fucking boring... That's such a downgrade from John Triton. John Triton is like yeah. a Schwarzenegger action hero name. Joe Linwood sounds like just... Joe Linwood sounds like John Triton's lawyer. Joe Linwood sounds like either like a cinematographer or like an offensive coordinator for a college football team. Joe Linwood, Ted DiBiase Jr., of the U.S. Marine Force Recon, attempts to rescue, rescue his wife, Robin, Lara, Lara Cox. I kept trying to say LaCroix. His wife, a can of LaCroix, and other guests from a hotel which has been taken over by a gang of bloodthirsty terrorists. You know how terrorists just love to kill people. That's what they're out for. Uh, the Linwoods are vacationing at the lavish Thailand resort when the terrorists invade during the hotel's grand opening. Joe escapes the initial onslaught and must find a way to save his wife and other hostages. Okay. Oh, Michael Rooker's in this one. He plays Church, a U.S. Army veteran. Damn. Um, good. Mm -hmm. Good job getting paid, Michael Rooker. Yeah. Um, yeah, Randy Orton was initially going to be in the Marine 3 home front, but, however, due to his previous negative association with the Marine Corps, was replaced with the Mids. Yep. Great shit. Great shit. Um, okay, so that's, that's this, uh, year's Christmas. Right, you know what we have to do now? We have to, we have to rank, rank these. Last year we watched the main event, which honestly did not feature much The Miz. Uh, I, I think it was not as good as the main event. 
I disagree. I think this was better than the main event. I did not enjoy the main event. Would you say it was better than Santa's Little Helper? That was the one with Paige. Uh, I would say it was... I, I think I enjoyed it more than Santa's Little Helper. I did, too. Was it better than, however, Christmas Bounty? Absolutely not. Number Nothing will ever be Christmas Bounty. Christmas Bounty. Christmas Bounty is a million times better than this movie. Christmas Bounty in my notes uh, just has three exclamation points after it, even though we've already done it to indicate to me, this movie rocks. Let's do it yeah, again. Yeah, it is, it is by far the best Christmas movie. <laughs> Absolutely. It really captured, captures the spirit of Christmas. All right. So, great, great ha- Merry Christmas to all, and to all a Merry Christmas. Next week, we are starting the 10th season of Survivor, Survivor Palau. We are watching episodes one and two. Are you excited, Thomas? I'm very excited. Um, me as well. I don't I really know what to expect, so looking forward to oh, it. Oh, yeah? Do you know who won or the controversial twist that happens in the first episode? Uh, I might know who won if I like see them on the cast, but I don't know who the cast is in advance, so no. Okay, fair enough. Do you, have you heard of this controversial twist? I do. I, maybe, again, maybe I have, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, you're either going to hate it or think it's the funniest shit in the world. I can't tell. Interesting. Uh, I, think I think it's very funny, but it's kind of sad also. Um, so that's fun. I, I believe it's also a uh, another schoolyard pick, which you know we love to determine t- uh, tribes. So... Episodes one and two of that on our favorite website, Paramount Plus. I still call everything a website because I'm 400 years old. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Go to www.paramountplus.com. Uh, tell us, what's your Twitter on another website I love? You can follow me at Tom.tom on www.twitter.com slash home. You can follow the show at DYWSOM. We'll be tweeting about Survivor Palau probably in the next few months until Survivor 42. And we have to figure out our bit on that one still. You know we always have some bit. We've always got some kind of scheme. Some kind of, you know, some next kind of little funny thing. Joke. It's like, yeah. yeah, there's Survivor, but what about something somewhat similar? And that's funny. And that's why we're the most popular podcast on Reddit. We're the most must-see, uh, must-downvote podcast on Reddit. <laughs> the most downvote podcast on Reddit. Did you watch Survivor last night? Survivor Palau episodes one and two next week. We can uh, follow us on Instagram at the Only Survivor Podcast or on Patreon. You can do that also. Patreon.com slash Just Podcast. Which podcast on Just Podcast do you want to feature this week, Thomas? Uh, let's say, um, was, was just sports one of them? Uh, did you watch football last night? That's what it was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh that one. That was, was for like 40 grand a month, right? Let me, let me, let me check. You know, it's been a minute since I've been to this website. So, I mean, it's so slow. Um, maybe if somebody subscribed to, did you watch football last night? Did you watch football last week? Excuse me. Uh, it's 30000 a month. If you subscribe no, to that... It's much more affordable. You also get uh, access to Just Joey, Justin Sink, and Just Justin. And also, you'll afford me the opportunity to get better internet access so I can more quickly access patreon.com slash justpodcast and tell you all of the wonderful tiers we've got. And you know them because you listen every week. Um, so that's the show. Uh, Thomas, do you want to thank... The listeners. Uh, I already did, but yes, I would like to thank the listeners. Do you want to thank the fans? No. They know why. They know why. It's only $10 a month. You know why they know why? Because there aren't any. We don't have fans. They're not paying for our product. The most downvoted podcast on Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, what should people write in the review section? If you thought this was a great episode of Christmas, our favorite series on Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? Uh, This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Well, until uh, next week, we're going to say have a great summer. I came to play.
I came to play. I don't know lyrics. Anything. There's a price to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees and pray and say goodbye to the good old days. They're never coming back. Okay. Well, have a great summer. Deuces. Smarten up, probes. <laughs>